Let us pray. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned him about, and said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Luke 7, 9 I stand with full belief, Lord, as I look to you, to restore health to every place in my being. I choose to stand on the truth of your word and declare that healing is mine for the taking because of the sacrifice and blood of Jesus. In the same way the centurion soldier believed in your spoken word, Jesus, I know that through your holy Bible, your word is being spoken to me all the time. And with the same faith, I know that whatever you command as done is done. Thank you, Lord, for bringing dead things back to life, like the bones of Ezekiel. Thank you that even though my dreams seem to be dead in a coffin, you can resurrect them back to life. So, in the name of Jesus, I command healing to flood my life. In the name of Jesus, I command dead dreams and visions to breathe new life and to arise through the activation of great faith. I will do great things on your behalf, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com The Roman Soldier In our last story, Jesus called the twelve disciples. They were not chosen because of their skills or accomplishments. They were not chosen because of their wisdom or prowess. No, Jesus chose a ragtag group of misfits and outcasts. Through them, the kingdom of God would spread across the entire world. Now we witness the authority of Jesus over death itself. Jesus heals in a way that spits in the face of death. People begin to truly understand that Jesus is more than just a good teacher. He alone holds the power over life itself. Inspired by the Gospels. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. 
or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome once again to the Bible in a Year podcast. You are a part of a worldwide congregation of over 20 million people who have currently downloaded the Bible in a Year podcast. Thank you for being a part. In our previous episode, Jesus called his 12 disciples, an unlikely group of men that, by the world's standards, showed no great potential. But it would be through these men that God's plan and purpose and power would be shown to the whole world, that the gospel would go to the nations. Today, we'll hear how Jesus' healing stops at nothing, not even death itself. And we'll see how his offer of healing and new life does not stop at the Jewish people, but extends to those who were seen as the enemy and the outsider. Jesus was showing himself as much more than a wise teacher. He was demonstrating God's unrelenting power and compassion for those who are hurting, broken, and even have died. So, let's listen now to the reading of the Gospel of Christ. The Roman centurion sat beside his servant's bed. The fever had completely overtaken him, and there didn't seem to be much time left. Although the Roman official was high in the ranks of the greatest army in the world, he was not above caring for those he cared about. The servant who had risked his life so many times to aid him in battle was on the brink of death. The finest doctors the Roman Empire had to offer could do nothing. However, the centurion knew there may be one man who could help. He had heard rumors of a Jewish teacher going around the land healing people. Upon further investigation, this man seemed to be the fulfillment of old Hebrew prophecies. Whoever he was, he was the centurion's last hope to heal his servant. So he called for his officials and sent them to go find the man called Jesus. Jesus was walking about Capernaum, meeting the needs of people around him. All of a sudden, Jesus was stopped by some Jewish elders who had been sent by the centurion. Jesus... We ask humbly that you would come and see this man's servant. He is not like the other Romans. He cares for our people and is worthy of your attention, they said. Very well, Jesus said. And he left with the elders to go to the centurion's home. When the Roman heard that Jesus was on his way to his home, he became nervous. He did not think of himself as worthy for Jesus to make the trip over to his home. So he sent a servant to stop Jesus from coming. With the servant was a message saying, Please, Lord, do not trouble yourself. I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. I am a Gentile and represent the oppression of Rome. I am a man of authority. When I tell my men to come and go, they do so without question. I know you are also a man of great authority. All you need is to speak, and my servant will be healed. Jesus marveled at the faith of this centurion. He understood the profound reality that Jesus' miracles did not come from magic tricks or special rituals. He held the authority over all things. Jesus turned to his disciples and said, I have not seen such faith from anyone in all of Israel. So Jesus departed, and the messengers returned home to find the centurion's servant healed and well. Soon afterward, Jesus traveled to the town of Nain, A large crowd followed Jesus wherever he went. However, when he arrived at Nain, people were surprised. Nain was a desolate and ugly town. It was dirty and filled with crime. 
However, Jesus walked with purpose behind each step. He went nowhere on accident. As Jesus entered into the town, a line of people were exiting. They were all wearing black, and a man was being carried out of the town to be buried. He was the only son of his widowed mother. Now that he had died, she was utterly and completely alone. Jesus watched as the people walked out of the city. Then he saw the man's mother. Her eyes were red from tears. Jesus could feel her pain deep in his stomach. Watching her mourn over her son was heart-wrenching. Jesus was filled with compassion. He held the woman in his arms. She wept bitter tears of sorrow. Jesus' disciples watched as Jesus comforted this old woman, like a father would his daughter. Do not cry, Jesus hushed. Then he approached the men holding up the dead son and stopped them from walking. Jesus touched the dead man's chest gently. Young man, Jesus whispered, I say to you, arise. And just as in the valley of dry bones in Ezekiel, the word of the Lord caused new life to spring forth in the young man. His lungs filled with air and he sat up from his stretcher. A wonderful fear came over them all as they watched the once dead man walk to his mother. She crumbled in his arms, sobbing deep tears of joy. Jesus smiled as he watched the two of them embrace. Then he gestured for his disciples to follow him out of name. Report of Jesus' act spread like fire fueled by wind. People from near and far could not help but travel to get a glimpse of Jesus. The great hero of scripture was now known. History would never be the same. Today's scripture, the story of Jesus, begins with a powerful man sitting at the side of his servant's bed, unable to do anything to bring that man relief or wellness. No doctor had been able to cure the man of his fever. The setting itself shows us that this Roman centurion, a commander of dozens of soldiers, was compassionate and caring. He was truly seeking the best for this man who was under his care and command, which is the mark of a true leader. Though many Roman soldiers were hard and callous men, cruel men really, here we see a compassionate Roman soldier. He had heard that a man by the name of Jesus was healing people among the Jews. So he sent for Jesus to be called to his home, hoping that the Lord could heal his beloved servant. Those who went to Jesus vouched for the centurion, saying that he had been kind to Israel, even helping them build a synagogue. In their minds, this man deserved the grace that he requested. So Jesus went to the man's home, and this is where it really gets interesting. You see, before the man even arrived, the centurion sent word to Jesus, saying in Luke 7, 6, and 7, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. Notice that while others pleaded for this man based on his merit, his deeds, claiming he deserved to have Jesus heal his servant, this man lived under no such illusion. He knew he was not worthy. He didn't even consider himself worthy to be in the presence of Jesus. Once again, as we see so many times in Scripture, it is an outsider, a non-Jewish person in this case, who seems to really get it. This wasn't about merit or behavior, trying to earn God's favor. This is a man who knew he needed to humble himself before Jesus, as we all 
must do. But the man didn't stop there. He exhibited amazing faith, saying that he knew that with just a word, Jesus could heal his servant. I love that. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. This was not an experiential faith. Jesus had not yet healed his servant. He had not healed this man or anyone that he knew before. He believed based on what he had heard about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing, according to the Scripture, and hearing by the Word of God. And by God's Word that was spreading, this centurion had faith. It was a faith greater than any Jesus had seen in all of Israel. Those words would surely have stung the Pharisees and any who considered themselves to be faith-filled people. How could this foreign oppressor, a Roman, have greater faith than they? But just as the man had said he could, Jesus spoke the word. He said he would. And when they returned to the centurion, the servant was fully healed. Amazing. Truly, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the word of Jesus. Speak the name of Jesus and watch what he can do in your life. Jesus then went to a town called Nain. There we see the compassionate heart of Jesus once again. As the disciples and the Lord are entering the city, they see a funeral procession. A widow has lost her only son, a grown man who would have been this woman's only provider in hope for stability and provision. This time, nobody sought Jesus out, but rather he sought the woman out. He saw her, and we're told that his heart reached out to her. What a beautiful picture of how God sees us, you and me, in our need. He knows our name. He knows our need. He sees our desperate, hopeless state, that we are walking and living in darkness, in spiritual death, and his heart goes out to us. So Jesus went to the woman. He calmed her and comforted her, telling her not to cry. He then commanded the man to rise to life, that life would re-enter his body, and this man who was dead walked into his mother's arms. All who saw this were mesmerized by the miracle, and they glorified God, saying that the Lord had surely come to his people through Jesus. They spoke a truth that day, the depth of which they did not yet fully understand. But God had indeed come to save his people, to bring the dead back to life, and to restore his children into his loving arms. Dear God, how thankful we are once again to praise your name for the hope and the healing that you give us. You give us the promise of eternal life through Jesus our Lord. Thank you that you can raise the dead, that you have raised us to a new life in Christ that we will live with you now and forever. Thank you for your love, your grace, your salvation, the healing and the hope that is ours because of what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life, just like over 20 million people have done to this date. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with someone you know and love, because by sharing this message of the Word of God, you can make an eternal difference in someone's life. And I want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's me at jackgraham.org. We have resources available to you, and we're also taking a trip, two trips next year, one to Israel leaving April the 1st, and then an Alaskan adventure and Bible study cruise in 
July of 2024. You can go to our website, jackgram.org, or Prestonwood, that's P-R-E-S-T-O-N-W-O-O-D.org, Prestonwood.org, for information about the trip to Israel and the cruise to Alaska. God bless you, and we look forward to joining you again the next time. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.